surprised. He did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? That's all of heaven, by the way. And the blessings before heaven. Verse 33, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? By the way, the devil is accuser of the brethren. He's, he's out there working overtime trying to, to do what he can to intimidate believers. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died so, so Jesus knows what it's like to go through death. And furthermore is also risen. There's the resurrection. Jesus died. He's risen. Who is even at the right hand of God. So if he was still in the grave, he would not be at the right hand of God. Who, and then what's the rest of it? Who makes intercession for who? people on the other side of the world, people over in, in, in Africa and in India. No, no, no. It's everybody who makes intercession for us. If he was still dead in the grave, you would not have someone at the right hand of God the Father pleading your case, praying for you perpetually all the time. Jesus does. He intercedes, he prays for you, I believe, without end, all the time. And the fact that he's risen from the dead enables him to do that for you and for me. Hallelujah. How did I, how did I summarize that? Jesus went through all that he went through. He died and is risen again. He is at the right hand of God praying for us. I tell you, that's good news. We, we got a perfect righteous man praying for us. <laughs> you know, we got a lot of prayers to run around from people that are not, you know, well, they got a long way to go, folks, including me. <laughs> no, 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 we got somebody online that's a perfect man praying to the Father. I have that in heaven, says Christ. One more. One more, and this is Romans 10. Romans 10. You know what's in Romans 10? A lot of good stuff in Romans 10. Oh, a lot of good stuff in Romans. Hey, there's a lot of good stuff in this Bible. <laughs> Romans chapter 10, look at verses 8 and following. You, you, you know, maybe you, you should even memorize this one. Romans 10 verse 8 says, but what does it say? We're talking about what the Bible says. The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. This, this faith is not only not an empty faith, this faith is what? Let's go on. Verse 9, 
that if you, that's you, dear. Yeah, it's me too, but it's you. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that, that Jesus rightfully is Lord, and more importantly, that he is your Lord. If you confess that. And believe in your heart what? No, not just that he's Lord. If you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Okay, so I need to talk to my heart. Hey, heart, you listening? Heart? Heart, you listening? Do you believe, heart, that Jesus was raised by God from the dead. Heart, do you believe that? <laughs> I don't know what your heart does. But you know what my heart does? Yeah, you'd think I was a crazy man if I really expressed it. Yes, I believe! <laughs> Because that belief that Jesus is raised from the dead is the power of salvation. And you cannot confess that Jesus is Lord and you cannot believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and not be saved. How did I put it? Believing that Jesus is risen from the dead carries with it the power of salvation. There is no salvation apart from the resurrection. I want to tell you about somebody, in closing, I want to tell you about somebody that uh, died. <laughs> somebody that died. How many... Should I ask that? How many, of you, how many of you at one time or another ever saw the movie um, The Wizard of Oz? Anybody here never see Wizard of Oz? Anybody? David, you never saw The Wizard? Okay. You are clueless. All, all the rest of these people should have some idea. But you, but you might catch the drift of it. All right, so this, this, uh, you know, this this girl gets caught up in a tornado and it comes down in a an imaginary land, all right, and her house falls down. She's in her house and it falls down, and it falls on top of the wicked witch of the east. All right, this wicked witch house crunches the witch. The, the, the guy that uh, the guy that played the so the place is called Munchkin, and the Munchkin City Coroner was played by a guy by the name of Meinhard Raabe. Yeah, honest, he died in 2010 at the age of 94. Even Munchkins die. Okay. I'm after something that was in that was said in that beginning. So this guy in the movie 
has the certificate of death, great big letters, you know, certificate of death for the witch. The Munchkin, Munchkin mayor says, as mayor of the city of Munchkin, in the county of the land of Oz, I welcome you most regally, but we've got to verify it legally to see, to see, if she, if she is morally, ethically, spiritually, physically, positively, absolutely, completely, undeniably, and reliably dead. And then the guy that died at age 94, his answer is to the, to the mayor, the Munchkin coroner says, as coroner, I must aver, I thoroughly examined her. She is not merely dead. She is really most sincerely dead. And then the mayor says, this is a day of independence for all the munchkins and their descendants. Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. Let me tell you, we can turn this on its head as it touches the gospel. By the way, that's, that's why fairy tales have power is because they touch some reality. This touches a reality. I've heard this one too from leaders. Oh, you know, he was just sort of dead. <laughs> I call it sort of dead. You know. What was the wicked old witch? Yeah, really, 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 really dead. And let me tell you, Jesus, when he died for your sins, is just not sort of dead. He was really dead. There was no life left in him. Body, soul, or spirit, no life left. So here's how you turn it on, the, on its ear. And this is for Easter Sunday. <laughs> the wicked old witch, well, let's talk about the opposite of the wicked old witch is a real, that's just an imaginary thing. There is a real person who is the opposite of the wicked witch. He is a redeemer, Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can verify it legally to see, to see if they, if they, are morally, ethically, spiritually, physically, positively, absolutely, completely, undeniably, and reliably alive. And they are not merely alive, just sort of alive, but they are really most sincerely alive.
And this is true because new life in the Lord Jesus bring, brings to all, let me say it again, I'm saying it not quite right. This is true because of the new life Jesus brings to all who give him room. If you choose to give him room and say, Lord, I can't save myself. There's no one around on the face of this earth that can save me. Only you can save me. And you invite him into your life to be Lord of your life, to be your savior. When he comes inside, he does not leave his life or his salvation outside. And the life he had when he came out of that tomb is a life that you and I have because of him. Thank you, Father, that it wasn't just sort of, but it was real. And a truly dead body came back to life because of you, Father. And Lord Jesus, that life you don't just hold that life for yourself, but you are imparting that life to whomever will say, Lord Jesus, be my Lord. Father, bless us out of this day. May there be things about this day that are unshakable and really affect the rest of our lives. Father, I pray it. Only you can do it, Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen.